just outside of the quaint little town of Ava, Missouri, which is way down south in Missouri, there's a Trappist monastery. Simple in almost every way. In fact, simple is probably too grand a word to describe the Trappist monastery there. It is very basic. It's wonderful. It just kind of sits in the woods. It's a wonderful place of prayer and refuge. And matching its simplicity is right next to the monastery as you walk up, just adjacent, is the cemetery with very simple white crosses with the names of the monks who spent their lives in silence and in prayer, many of them making fruitcakes in the monastery there. It's a wonderful reminder, that little cemetery or any little monastic cemetery, of the simplicity, the ordinariness, and even in some ways the obscurity of sanctity. That here are the earthly remains of men who gave their entire lives to contemplation, to silence, to prayer, known but to a few. When we think of the saints, we often don't think of those monks in Ava, Missouri. We think of the saints who did incredibly heroic, amazing, powerful things. We think of the Mother Teresas, the St. Francis's, the great martyrs of the church who endured tremendous suffering for the sake of Christ. In many ways, it's like when we talk about sports. We don't talk about a mediocre quarterback from the 1980s. We talk about Tom Brady when we want to talk about a quarterback or Peyton Manning or something like that, right? We always want to go to the greatest, the best, the ones who achieve the most. Today, however, in this Feast of All Saints, we are reminded of the power, the importance, and the wonder of sanctity in ordinary life. Throughout the entire rest of the liturgical year, we hear the great stories of the martyrs, the confessors, the witnesses to the faith. Today, we celebrate all of the saints. The saints who are known but only to God. The saints who were ordinary people, doing ordinary things, living holiness in their lives. And what a great and marvelous reminder and gift that is for us. It's a reminder to each of us that we need not be the next Mother Teresa or St. Francis to first of all make a difference and the second of all to be a saint. Wherever you are right now in your life, you're called to holiness. You're called to purity. You're called to goodness, beauty, and truth. You're called to service. The saint lives an extraordinary life in the most ordinary way. In fact, if we turn to the gospel for today, we recognize that sanctity is not about glamour and renown. It's about humility, simplicity, meekness, even mourning. Those who are blessed in the eyes of God are those who are simple, those who have given their hearts, their lives, their very being to God, those who endure, those who witness to the faith in simple and great ways alike. We are also reminded in our first two readings that we are marked 
We are set apart. As St. John tells us in, that first, in the second reading from his first letter, you are God's children now. You have a Father in heaven who loves you, who has set you apart, who has, as we heard in the book of Revelation, marked you from the beginning for more, for holiness, for sanctity. And while we might think, okay, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? It's actually quite simple. Love the person that's right in front of you. If you're married, your call to sanctity is your spouse. If you're a student, your call to sanctity right now are your studies and your friendships and your relationships. If you're something else, whatever God has called you to do, he's called you to do it in holiness. And he gives you the grace to be holy in that. Maybe like those monks in southern Missouri, no one will notice it, or very few will notice it, in fact. But you're called to holiness nonetheless. Because to change the world, to be a saint, to love one person, is to change the world for everyone and everything. Sanctity is difficult, but it's accessible. It's for you. It's for me. Whenever I think of those monks toiling away each day, praying, and again, making fruitcake, it challenges me to recognize and to strive in the ordinary and simple ways to be holy, to love God, to love my neighbor, to pray, to serve, to be just a kind and generous person to the people the Lord puts in my life. Yeah, maybe I'm not going to be the next St. Dominic or St. Thomas Aquinas or one of those wonderful saints that everyone knows and will pray to and recognize for the end until the end of time. But I'm called to be a saint. You're called to be a saint. You're made for more. You're made for greatness. All Saints Day is your day. It's your feast. Now it's time to live that.